if I have big dreams, big goals, I may need to detox from anything that uh, perpetuates negativity. If I'm ambitious and I'm working towards something, I don't need to see anything that reminds me of failure, that reminds me. No, because hear this. Always remember this, y'all. There is more good going on in the world than not. Positive thinking will let you do everything better than negative thinking. So if, in fact, you are not accomplishing accomplishing at the highest potential, it may be, just may be, it may be directly connected to your attitude because attitude determines your altitude. A website in a week. You heard that right. The website of your dreams in just one week. Brandy, woo, the multimedia executive of Longevity Kirk specializes in creating digital designs and websites. Her signature service, Website in a Week, is designed to quickly take your digital presence to the next level at an unbeatable price. The service includes five custom pages, search engine optimization, a mobile optimized design, and launch mock-ups for social media announcements. To schedule your discovery call, visit longevitykirk.co. Welcome to Bandwidth, yo. Go and be great. Whatever you do, don't forget to be a lion. Too easy. Thank you all for supporting uh, Bandwidth. Thank you for supporting uh, my dream, my vision. Um... It's been um, it's been amazing. Learned a lot. Uh, no, we're not rich, but we we're gonna get there. Um, but a hundred episodes that's important. And because we reached a hundred episodes, I wanted to do a segment that uh, teaches us how not to give up. Because um, <clears throat> David Shan says that most uh, podcasters will not get past um, three years. Is it? No, uh, most podcast sixty episodes. That the average. So oh, people who start people who stop start podcasts, they typically don't get past sixty. Um, and y'all, we did one hundred. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Spent a lot of money. Spent a lot of time. And I will be very transparent. The last couple of weeks, when I was thinking about bandwidth, I was like, "Yo, uh, God has been faithful." But when you look at the the amount of money and time that I and we have invested. Where is that return? And so the question comes, how how do you not give up when you get to a place where you're you're just tired of not seeing a return on your investment? How do you keep going? And so I wanted to encourage everyone as we enter into the holidays, um, you know, the holidays, they bring an increase in thoughts about family and relationships and your social life and your economical status. And uh, we just kind of start getting into that holiday slump, you know, who's not here and what we didn't accomplish. And one of the things that I think we have to keep in mind is this, y'all, <clears throat> that we went through uh three years of a pandemic. And um, in America, I think 800,000 people died. Um, maybe a million Jesus. from uh, uh, from co- from COVID. So there are millions of people who every holiday will remember that COVID nineteen took a loved one. And so I want you to understand. I want to give you kind of, kind of some perspective <clears throat> that there are people who are you know as we approach Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know. It's, it's a little different from 
some of the other things that we go through that all over the world people died from this virus and it just and it's something that you can't see it was something that we could not see that it it stole the lives of many people and so so the holidays you know finances and the loss of loved ones etc all of these different feelings and emotions can bring about these uh all of these con- circumstances can bring about feelings and it you may be tempted to give up so i want to sh- share about six things that will encourage you um to not quit put in the comments don't quit don't quit so as you're experiencing feelings of discouragement etc i want to say to you don't quit here's six tips and suggestions to get through the last quarter of the year number 1 write this down it is okay to feel mm. it is okay to feel wow. embrace what you are feeling embrace the disappointment embrace the feeling of the feeling of discouragement embrace the feeling of frustration embrace the feeling of anger embrace the stress hear this don't try to fight through it Fighting through it is not the goal. When you embrace what you feel, you do not fight. You are honest. You allow your you are you allow yourself to have the benefit or the hear this the pleasure of feeling. We're in a society that encourages to kind of compartmentalize what you're feeling. Um, but what happens is. If you do not embrace the feeling and you tuck it away, at some point, you're going to experience some type of circumstance that's going to trigger an explosion. You do not want to be a walking time bomb. Mm -hmm. You do not want too many people are depending on you. You have too big of of a future to allow an explosion. You want to every time you have moments of humanity, if you will, moments where you do not feel like get, you don't feel like continuing life. You don't feel like you don't feel encouraged. You don't feel happy. You want to embrace that moment. You want to be honest about that moment. Get this and don't ever feel guilty for feeling as long as I'm feeling you ready. That means I'm alive. If I do not feel anything, that means I'm not alive. I'm talking. I'm not even talking about physically dead. If you don't feel unhappy, hear this. If you if you are not feeling anymore, that can hurt your marriage. That can hurt your relationship. If I feel unhappy, I can communicate what I feel. You do not want to get to the place where you don't have any feeling at all. Because if you don't have any feeling, that means you have become what we call numb. And you don't ever want to be numb because when you're numb, that means you're no longer open or hear this. You're no longer aware that something is wrong and you're not going to be open to answers or suggestions to solve that problem. And that can bring about the destruction of a relationship uh, of you internally, etc. It is okay. Okay to feel. Hear this. Don't miss this. You have a right to feel, even though your feelings may not be right. So it is always important to manage your feeling. The scripture says, be angry, but do not sin. So it is okay to be angry. It is okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be discouraged. It is my responsibility to manage what I feel, uh, which leads me to number two. Uh, This is how you navigate. This is how you not give up. This is how you don't quit. Number two, talk it out. Talking is a form of therapy and an opportunity, hear this, for a perspective shift. 
So I want you to do this. I want you to find quality people to help you navigate through your thoughts. I'm going to say that again. You have to find uh, quality, qualified people to help you navigate through your thoughts. Let me tell you how that looks. Find people that you can say this to. You can say, yo, friend, yo, person, whatever. I wanted to talk to you about something to see, pay attention, y'all, if I'm looking at this the right way. That's it. You want to find, hear me, it is, it is totally dangerous, y'all. It is super dangerous to not talk it out because what we do in our minds is we create narratives and we create uh, scenarios, we create images. And as long as those images are playing in our minds, now, how would I know this? Of course, I'm a psychology dropout, but I stayed long enough to learn this. Then I have uh, been to therapy. The mind works in images. And so it's almost like what you experience when you see marketing and when you see movies. Um, it's like, um, you're watching TV and the movie goes off, but you remember certain scenes from the movie. Have you ever watched a movie, uh, that had a car accident in it? Or have you ever had a, a watched a movie that had some type of horror? Um, it was a horror film of some sort. You don't just turn the movie off and then you leave the movie. No, certain scenes from that movie, they are still playing in your mind. And sometimes what we do is we make this we make the scenes that we have seen a reality. We make the scenes that we have seen a reality. And that's how the thought life works. And until you talk through the pictures that are popping up in your mind about your life, about where you are, about your money, about your relationships, until you talk through what you are seeing through the scenes or the images that uh, your mind is presenting you, you will have a false perspective. And if you continue to look at that on a regular basis, think it, you build on those things. So you add characters and you add words and you end up making something a reality. And it's not, I'll give you a perfect example. Have you ever thought, uh, thought in your mind because of some type of insecurity that you heard someone talking about you. You walked in the room and somebody looked over to somebody else and said something and looked back at you and you automatically assume they're talking about me. They're talking about, it. they probably think this, they probably said this. And if you went and asked them about it, well, y'all talking about me when I, when we walked in, no, nobody mentioned your name, but between the time that you walked in the time that you talked to the person about whether or not they were talking about you, you created all of these images and the images brought about thoughts. The thoughts brought about feelings and the feelings brought about the response that you were going to give. If in fact the, that was a reality. And then all of a sudden you found out mm, it really wasn't what I thought. Well, that's how life is. And if you do not talk it out, you will create images and you will live out of those images. And oftentimes, ladies and gentlemen, don't miss this. They are false. So it is okay to talk through what you are feeling. Number three, here's one that you're going to have a heart attack about. No pun intended. You need to work out. Put your body through rigorous activity so that, uh, hear this y'all, so that uh, you will have, you, you will have a chemical balance. You need a chemical balance. You, you, you need to, when you work out, 
toxins are being released. So uh, this is where we get stress from. This is where we get uh, frustration from. When I work out, I'm able to release toxins. I'm able to release stress that does this. Don't miss this, y'all. It improves your mood. Uh, it enhances your well-being. If you are having a hard time sleeping, you need to work out. If you are having a hard time eating, you need to work out. Pause. Walking, write this down, works wonders. Walking works wonders. Walking works wonders. So I give you a goal every day. Try to do 10,000 steps. Every day, try to get in 10,000 steps. It will increase your appetite. It will increase your sleep quality. So a person that tosses and turns, a person that has a hard time sleeping, I can probably connect that to some type of uh, physical malfunction or dysfunction, if you will. Number four, y'all, get this. This is powerful. Get around positive people who don't always talk about themselves. So hear this, when you are trying to not give up and when you're trying to get through and when you're trying to uh, press through these moments of disappointment, you hear you cannot tolerate negative talk. You cannot tolerate negative talk. Many of you have family and friends, and this is what you don't realize, that some of you are so accustomed to negativity that you don't realize that people are negative when they're talking. I'll give you a perfect example. Yeah, I remember your grandma, when you call your grandma, or you call your uh, uh, older person, they say, how you doing, grandma? And they, they don't say anything positive. They always say, well, my ankle been hurting, auntie. Uh, well, arthritis kicking in, A, B, C, and D. Hear this, y'all, because it is human nature to highlight what is negative. It takes training. It takes training of the mind to highlight what is positive. And when you are in a moment of weakness in a in your life, when I say moment, a moment can be a day, a moment can be a month, a moment can be a year. You have to intentionally put yourself around people who are, don't miss this, y'all. You have to put, intentionally put yourself around people who are uh, positive Get this positivity to them. Uh, positivity is almost aggravating to you. <laughs> they are so positive. They are aggravating. Have you ever been so down in the, in the slumps that you didn't want to hear anything positive? It was actually the thing that you need. So I want to get around people who are not complaining, who are not talking about other people. You got to get around people who don't watch the news. Sometimes in a season of your life, you do not want to hear. I was uh, I was uh, in Texas a couple of days ago. And um, um, the, the gentleman that was escorting me, he said, I stopped watching the news because it's too much. If you're going to achieve, he's trying to uh, purchase property. It, hear the connection. He's trying to pur purchase uh, property. He has a family. If I'm going to be a leader of my family and if I'm going to accomplish goals, uh, it's already enough. We call it in the kingdom warfare or opposition. Mm -hmm. I don't need to continue to feed my mind with negativity because neg one, neg one negative thought leads or opens up to another negative thought. So what that means is uh, if I have big dreams, big goals, I may need to detox from anything that uh, perpetuates negativity. So uh, you don't, you, you know, you think you're just in the bed, just relaxing. But if I'm ambitious and I'm working towards something, I don't need to see anything that reminds me of failure, that reminds me. No, because hear this, always remember this, y'all, there is more good don't miss this. There is more good going on in the world than not. 
But you and I wouldn't believe that thought because based upon our social media, based upon the news, based upon the articles, it's highlight. Hear me. Always know this. No one wants to see positivity. It does not increase ratings. It does not get it does not gain money. We have to have negativity because it it uh, it heightens what fear and fear is always a factor of wealth. For example, we're in the end times, right? End times. That's what everybody's saying. End times. So what what are people doing? People are going, people are going and they're stocking up on water and you're having get this, y'all. So so one one industry says uh, end times. Another industry says, oh, where well, we can build um uh, uh what do you call the things underground? Mm mm. No, no, no. Uh, for uh, or you can live underground. Bunkers. Bunkers. So get this, y'all. There are companies that are looking at the news and looking at countries at war and the potential of nuclear attacks. And so, what? Watch this now. They didn't say, "Well, man, I hope it doesn't happen." Hmm. They said, "Oh, well, hmm. Let let us go out and build some really state of the art." Uh, bunkers and charge $15,000 and become millionaires. And so that's how the world works. If we can figure out fear, I went to the, uh, went to the gun range uh, a few months ago and I went today. And for the first time you're seeing, get this in a gun range, you're seeing not just guns, they're selling emergency food kits. That can last you for a month. Gun shop and kits that you can, it's just a bunch of food that you can take home just in case what the news is saying happens. So off of every fear tactic, someone gets rich. So if I have goals to purchase property, to accomplish, to finish school, but I'm constantly seeing that the world is about to end, that, get this, all of that gets into my mind and it takes away from the energy or the stamina to produce my goals. So sometimes I need to get from around all the negativity and this is going to hurt you the most. Sometimes the negative people are the closest people to you. But at the level that you want to accomplish is the le- level that you will sacrifice relationship for your clarity of thought. Mm-hmm. All right. Zig Ziglar, Zig Ziglar says this positive, positive thinking will let you do everything better than negative thinking. So if, in fact, you are not accomplishing, accomplishing at the highest potential, it may be just maybe it may be directly connected to your attitude because attitude determines your attitude. Altitude. Number five, reevaluate your why. What's your why? If you're trying not to quit, figure out why you started. Mm. That's one of the dope things that I like about um, Planet Fitness. They have a big, bold sign that says, don't forget your why. Why should I remember the why? Why is a statement of purpose. Why is your life statement? If you have not You need to do this before the end of the year. You need to develop a life statement for you. Why are you doing what you're doing? If, in fact, I have moments of weakness, if, in fact, I have moments of disappointment, I can remember my why, and my why continues my drive. Number six, 
You need some mentors. Mentors help you focus. Mentors give you direction and directive. Mentors give you proper perspective. Mentors give you clarity about what stage of life you're in. Many people are disappointed um, because of this C word that is um, that I believe um, is killing us all over the world. And it is comparison. And so when you're comparing, sometimes you need perspective about where you are in life. For example, you'd be surprised how many young people think that they should be further in life. Why? Not even 30. With my friend, that's the problem. Or I saw on social media, that's the problem. Now, I want to say this and then I'll give you my last one I think is the most important. Remember this, no one has forced you to follow anyone on social media. So you only follow what your interests are. All right. So if there are 8 billion people on the planet and you follow, mm, let's say, mm, 10,000 people, remember, that's your choice. So you follow people that you choose to follow. So when you look at this is how I teach people to do it. Look at your class. I graduated in 2004 from Doherty Comprehensive High School in Albany, Georgia. Um, I do not measure my success based upon who I chose to follow. I measure my success based upon who started with me. That's more of a fair assessment. See, I've chosen to follow millionaires, people who are already successful, people who are doing business. And I look at my life and I say, oh, why am I not there yet? Well, then I have to connect it to how were they brought up? What family environment did they grow up in? Um, what, 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 what's there? Uh, where were they born and raised? Did someone pass money down to them? A, B, C, and D. And so I cannot do a fair assessment off of who I chose to follow. I have to do a, if I want to do a fair assessment, I have to do, I have to assess who started with me, who started with me. Look at your hometown. So I want you to do this. Just peruse through social media, not any celebrity, not anyone that you like. Peruse through social media. Go and look at what your classmates are doing. Y'all ready? And go and look at your what your family, maybe your cousins are doing. Those people, you didn't have a choice in the matter. These people who you grew up with, you didn't have a choice. Who your family is, you didn't have a choice. And look at your life in comparison to them. Then you will have a better, not a holistic, but a better perspective of who and where you are. You will find out that you're not so bad. Jesus. And many of you will find out that you're doing much better than a lot of people you grew up with. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the purpose of that conversation? You couldn't tell yourself that sometimes you need a mentor who's been been there, done that. That's ahead of life that can give you perspective of where you are. If you're 28, 29, 30, 30, you're not supposed to own the world. You're still developing character. You're still develop. Listen, I don't know any 30-year-old that's clear on who they are. I don't know any 30-year-old who's clear. Typically, when you turn 30, you're starting to get an idea. Uh, my brother says this, uh, Brandon Dotson says, when you turn 30, the only difference between 29 and 30 is you're old enough to know better. Jesus not money, not success. You're just old enough to know better. That means that when you turn 30, there should be some type of foundation of not money, 
but stability and character. Yes. That's it. That's what 30 means. 30 does not mean I should have the world. 30 should mean I have some form of stability and I have character. Number seven, last but not least, and I'll let you go home. Increase your faith in times of prayer. Increase your faith and increase your times of prayer. Uh, in Mark 9, there's this, there's this father that had a demon-possessed demon possessed son. And he comes to Jesus and he says, he tells him what's going on with his son. But then he says something that's remarkable. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. In times of despair, in times of disappointment and discouragement, and there will be times, ladies and gentlemen. He said, I believe. So that means he's a follower of Christ already. He believes that Jesus could heal him. But there was a portion in him that said, but I don't believe. But this is what he said. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. Here's what's so powerful. He came to Jesus and he was honest. You can have mentors, friends, you can have a life plan. But I want to say this in these uh, very difficult times. If you continue to run from Jesus, you continue to run from perfect peace. Perfect peace. This is a peace that is uh, unconditional. This is a peace that is unwavering. This is a piece that surpasses your understanding. What that means is in the middle of hell, when I come to Jesus, when I invest in my faith life, he downloads in parts by, by whatever way he chooses a piece that is unexplainable to others. That when I should be losing it, when I should be giving up, when it is warranted for me to throw in the towel and walk away from my marriage, my home, my dreams, my family, etc. I have this unexplainable, unwavering peace. And that is only through Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, as you enter into this holiday season, don't invest more in materialistic things and don't invest more in uh, during the holidays being disappointed because your house or your car or your dreams have not come true, trying to purchase things and being disappointed with that. Invest more in an unwavering love. And every other love outside of Christ is, is wavering. Every other love outside of Christ is conditional. Lean in the last quarter of the year. Lean into a faith. This is what's going to get us through difficult times. Lean into a faith. Um, if you are a Christian, I would encourage you to stop straddling the fence. Um, invest more in your faith life. And that goes a little like this. Be serious. Be serious. Uh, be more serious about your times in prayer. Be serious. Uh, be a, a little bit more serious about your commitment to the house of God. Um, be more serious and invest more into hear this. Other believers, other believers, get a Bible. And dust it off and read it every day. Even if you don't understand it, uh, the spirit of the Lord will lead you and guide you and begin to reveal to you the secrets of the scripture. But you got to start this. These are ways that you can invest in your faith. If you run to God, he'll build up your faith. You'll be able to endure the vicissitudes of life. This is how you not give up.